0: Show and and they say we love it, we love the guests, but they say we always want we want to hear you you and Jeff talk about barbecue, just you know local Oodawaa, Chattanooga barbecue topics and stuff. And I said we can do that. You know we don't have to have a guest every every Friday.
1: Things are starting to get to where more things are happening now.
0: Yeah, exactly, Um, exactly.
1: For the last year and a half, that was hard to do because all the events were shut down.
0: If we could just get some people to start calling four two three. 267-1023, 267-1023, incorporate some of our listeners into the mix that would make a great show. That and keep the, it a little more local. Callers are callers always make the show. The callers are the most interesting people.
1: Nobody wants to hear from you and me. No
0: exactly right. So get so get off your get off your fanny and call four two three two six seven one oh two three and we'll talk to you right here on the
2: air. I will say something you said nobody wants to hear from you. The last time I was on this show, producing the show about a month ago you talked about smoked queso. Mm-hmm. I went on a trip uh, to visit my girlfriend's uh, parents back in her hometown, and her stepfather made smoked queso about six days after I'd heard you talk about it, and it's probably it's one of the best things I've ever had. It's it's awesome. So. It's one of so if uh, if anybody if you've got a smoker and. You guys are going to talk about meatloaf. Uh, I know these don't really go together,
1: probably not. But make some smoked queso to go along with your smoked oh, meatloaf. I, I would do it. Yes, oh. smoked queso goes with a meatloaf.
0: Well, it's your it's your pre pre meal snackies. Well, yeah. even so, you, and, 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 and we're going to have a uh, tailgate uh, show next week because you know football season is just a couple weeks away. You and,
1: drizzle that smoked queso over that meatloaf. Yeah, that was. That's like, that, that is <laughs> that does not stink. I'm telling you.
0: You could even put it inside.
1: Yes, you could. Yep, and you could wrap it like a, a burrito.
0: You could. Hey, on episode seven of Food Network's Barbecue Raw, have you started watching that yet?
1: I've watched some of it. Yes.
0: Okay. That, that this is a good one. This is a good. One. This was is this is with Michael Simon, um, Bobby Flay, and Eddie Jackson, the former NFL football player. I think he played for the Dolphins. He um, he has he has kind of a unique personality to this thing. Um, not as good as barbecue pitmasters. Don't don't. Don't think it is because it's not, but it's pretty doggone good. Bobby Flay's company produces this thing. Um, This week, uh, Atlanta Barbecue Pitmaster, just down the road from us, and pastry chef Taylor Shulman Carroll was kicked out of the life raft for her grilled salmon pinwheels with cream cheese filling. Now, the um, week before Lou was kicked off, she made something with cream cheese in it too, and they didn't like it. So I hope they quit making cream cheese stuff. Common denominator. Yeah, there you go. And because that, that's what even even uh, Taylor said. Uh, you know, she was on the fence about doing it, but she got the boot. And she was really good. She was she was really good. She was very entertaining, uh, pretty girl, and uh, she made it a long way. So um, I was glad to glad to see her get that far. So she was a good contestant. Uh, judges said that it was a little too mushy, and and uh, it, it looked like it was salmon pinwheels are. It's tough to pull off. They don't look very appetizing.
1: Well, you're not a fish one. guy.
0: No, but they don't look. These didn't look like. These looked. They, they didn't look very. You know, the appearance score would have been. Bleh. I'm
1: gonna have to go back bleh and bleh watch sick. that because I was I was gone, so obviously I didn't watch it yeah. on TV.
0: Um, the five remaining contestants are Era Malekian. He is uh, Wolfgang Puck's famous. Are uh, famous? He was famous, and former uh, executive chef uh, Brittany Bo Baker. And she was uh, Bubba Baker. She is Bubba Baker's daughter. David Bosca, who is listening on the Facebook side of things, was judged by uh, uh, Bubba Baker on one of the Barbecue Pitmaster episodes. That is her father. Christopher Prieto, one of my favorite guys in barbecue from North Carolina. He still left. David Sandusky, who around the Kansas City area is legendary. Uh, He made a, um, during the pandemic, he started one of those ghost chickens, of uh, or ghost kitchens of um, uh, sort of elevated chicken wings, um, and they just they just sold like crazy. And he is he is quite the barbecue guy over in the uh, in that area of the country. And Erica Roby, she is a former attorney and a sommelier, and she's a good barbecue cook too. So she's left too. So you got one, two, three, four, five people left, and these guys, all these all these five could win it. But here's my prediction. Write this down. Somebody write this down. Right. Kurt, write this down. People listening on Facebook and Chad, go write this down. All right. Here we go. My prediction will be that Christopher Prieto and David Sandusky will meet in the finals of the episode of uh, Barbecue Brawl Two. And and when it, when all the dust is cleared and the barbecue sauce has been spilled on the tables and onto the floor and the rub is on the floor. It will be David Sandusky winning it all.
1: You're going against your guy. I'm going, and, and
0: I'm going to tell you why. I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I think Christopher, he is so intense. I think he will be so intense that he'll forget something in one of his dishes. He'll he'll forget something, and they'll say, um, uh, you know, that Brooke girl. She was um, she's a uh, she won. Uh, 2014, I think she was one Master Chef and Rodney, and the other guy there. I think um Rodney's going to taste the food and say something like, yeah, "You know, this was supposed to be something with, say, paprika, yeah, or something, or you know, you're supposed to use it." And I, and I don't see it, and uh, or this wasn't smoked or not enough smoke flavors, it's missing an element, yeah, missing something. And I think that's the only thing that'll get him beat. So, but uh, got a couple collars ready for you, Steve. All, All right, Daniel right. and. Lined up. We'll go ahead
2: and we'll grab Daniel first. Daniel, you were on the uh, barbecue show with Steve Ray. How are you doing? And what is and
0: the whole, whole i awesome It I'm having a hard time understanding him, Kurt. I don't know if you can clear that up a little bit. But um, Daniel, I know what you're talking about. That whole hog barbecue, it it it, it tastes better, doesn't it? It does. It's got more of
2: everything. Yeah. And
0: Well, that's good. I can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to uh, Rodney's restaurant in um, in, in Midtown. Um, give it a couple weeks to get open and uh, get the bugs worked out. I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make the two hour trek to uh, Atlanta and uh, try it. I'm 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 looking forward to that, Jeff. I'll let you know when when I go so we can we can go down there going. together. we'll Definitely join you,
1: Perry. Up. Right. You want to get
0: Perry now or Yeah, take break? yeah let's take let's talk to Perry first. Show. What's up, Perry? Uh, dough, Kurt, I can't I can't hear him. I don't know what's going on. Hey Perry.
2: Perry. Success with your meatloaf last week. You smoked it? Was it your first time? how'd do you do it? Did you do a uh, step-by-step what Steve had you do? What you do? What re- recipe did you try? Just took a few off the internet and made his own, Steve, and that's a uh well, that's what you've said. That's the whole purpose. Of, that's the whole purpose of why you do this. Yeah, Perry.
0: Perry's uh, he's become quite an accomplished cook in just a short period of time. He bought a Green Mountain Grill, and uh, he's been posting some great pictures. And um, you know, one, you know, the thing about it is, Jeff and and Perry, once you, once you get on that that meatloaf, it's hard to get off of it. I it's, mean, it's it is fun
1: to play with yeah. because you can build a diff, bunch of different profiles with it.
0: You know, I put a, I put a little bit of uh, David's uh, liquid smoke in my last one and uh, just a, just a like a, a teaspoon of it. And uh, boy, did it it was perfect. I mean, it was the perfect flavor. Coming for out the of the thing.
1: coming out of the break, uh David posted in the in the chat mm-hmm. I'll, I'll discuss a little bit about what he's saying if you want to add some smoke to your meatloaf and you don't have a smoker to use.
0: All right, good idea. Kurt, let's take a break. Thanks for the call, Perry, and thanks for the call, Daniel. Let's take a break. Kurt's going to get these phones worked out, and we'll be right back here on the Owls Nest Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio. If you want a grill that will elevate your outdoor cooking area, then look no further than the Memphis wood. Look no further than the Memphis wood-fired grill. Zero to 350 degrees in under 10 seconds. Plus, the built-in steak sear section will make your already amazing steaks just a little bit better. The Memphis Wood-Fired Pellet Grill. Nothing else like it. We'll be right back, so stay with us.
1: It was very muffled, Kurt.
2: He said he's having trouble hearing the callers, and he also...
0: Let's see everybody here on Facebook. Thanks for watching. David said, "Uh, my favorite for meatloaf is fresh tomatoes, onions. He likes bell peppers, so cut them up, small clove of garlic. You know, I never tried garlic. I didn't, I never thought about that. I put it in every time. Yeah, and I don't. And that's what I need I love garlic. I I, I do too.
1: And and then David's saying to grill them off. See, I like a caramelized garlic, so that's, when you I, I'll roast the head like what David's saying there mm-hmm. I'll roast that and then I'll I'll uh, spread that in when I mix the meat yep that gives the garlic throughout I, yeah I, I would um uh, that's
0: mind. A, that's a good uh, that's a good suggestion David i have never um but you know you guys are cooks I'm not I'm not a cook yeah Perry Perry just asked a question he used 9010 on his beef uh he thinks it would have been better with 80 uh, 20 Perry I agree. Um, yes. You know what I use? I use the uh, the the ground beef that comes in those big red tubes. I think they're, um, oh gosh, that's probably 20 twenty
1: seventy three twenty seven.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um, it's got a high fat content, and uh, that, that that works for me really good. So uh, you may want you might want to try that. Uh, also, Perry, what what makes a great meatloaf? Uh, if you go to Sam's, buy that Wagyu ground beef. Uh, that I bought, I bought three pounds of that Sunday. It's not expensive, six ninety five a pound, and uh, you get three pounds. That me that's two one and a half pound meatloaves, and it is really good. That 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 is a you can really taste the difference in that. So uh, it's American Wagyu, and um, that you might even like that a little bit better. I know I sure did. Um, George Gibson says hello. Michael Williams he agrees eighty twenty is the best. You know, it's it's all you know. It's all what you want. You know, you may like you may like things a little bit leaner. You know, I like right. them, I like a little more fat in mine. So,
1: yeah, my wife likes it lean. Yeah, and you know, also so to try to trick her, I just poke holes in the bottom of the aluminum <laughs> pan, let that drain into another pan, so she can't tell the
0: difference. <clears throat> Greg Jackson, hello, Jeff. Glad to be back. Hope your trip was good. I think it was. I think his quick was good. David also says grill off the veggies before you put them in the um, the meatloaf. That's a good idea. And,
1: you know, if you don't have a if you don't have a grill or a smoker, you know, a smoke tube in your Weber Genesis can add to that little bit of smoke flavor, and then you add a little bit of David's um, liquid smoke. And, you know, that stuff I f- I find to be more palatable than the other stuff you get in a grocery store. You
0: know, it was it, I I used it. It was. um it was great. I'm I'm not kidding. It was it was just great. You don't need, and you don't need a whole lot. You can, you could if you use too much. I could see where it wouldn't be great, but if you get the right amount in, it, I'm just talking about like a teaspoon, teaspoon and a half in each in each one.
1: Call it cheating. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? No, I didn't it, cheat. It, it, it's not. It's not. It's, it's, it's you know. If, it's a if, recipe if, additive. If you're if you're somebody that has a back patio or a, you're in an apartment complex and you can't have a smoker, but you can have a little grill, this will this will be that accompaniment. Accompaniment that'll mm. give you that little smoke flavor. It, there's a use for it.
0: Perry said he sautéed his onions and bell peppers with garlic first, and added those to the mixture. So, Perry, Perry's Perry, you're all over. It. You, you've got you, you'd put my meatloaf to shame. He's willing to
1: try it all. I know, I know. You know, Perry.
2: Hey, huh? traction, but <inaudible> They were talking through it and they kept playing the stuff, so that must be it. Let's we'll see if he actually here's
0: We're We're suffering through a little bit of uh, technical difficulties on the radio side, but we'll get them straightened out.
1: Perry, you know, if you want to get a riser, if you know what that is, um, what I do is I smoke my meatloaf about halfway, and then I'll pull Anywhere. it off and put on a riser to get Anywhere. that smoke around the whole thing to answer that question you had on the chat.
0: All right, we're back. Welcome back to the Owl's Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3. Uh, Myron Mixon, Matt Pittman, David Bosca, Rub Bagby, Mike Davis. You've heard of all these guys. And all these guys' barbecue rubs and sauces are available at the Owl's Barbecue Supply in Ottawa. The pros no flavor. And your favorite pros flavor is right here at the Al'sness Barbecue Show. Kurt, your mic's live, Kurt. Five or six seconds of dead air with the show. <laughs> Kurt. Kurt doesn't know his his his, his, uh, his, uh, his uh, Mike is live. Yeah, your your Mike, your Mike's live. Kurt, there you go. Um, we we're we we're talking about um, here here's my here's my recipe for now. Now this is now get your pencils ready. It's it, your show, it, Yeah, this this is gonna then we'll go to yours and then you know we we've got we'll, we'll read David's live on the on the talk side of everything, uh, and we'll do Perry's too. This is mine. Um, I, I prefer the I prefer the uh, pound and a half of uh, Wagyu American American Wagyu ground beef. Okay, all right, and um, I would uh, I do I mix it in. I put up one egg, one cup of milk, one cup of breadcrumbs, and uh, you know you get that little plastic. it's it's nice and moist i like it that way and i cook it at 350 degrees on my pellet cooker and uh for one hour for um, i cook both of them at the same time boom it's delicious no 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 how does yours differ go
1: to doesn't differ much i'll take and really finely cut those onions Mm -hmm. and i'll saute them with some some uh really finely chopped garlic okay I've got a, almost the really sa- same recipe. I put a little bit more egg. Um, I usually use two pounds, so I'm using two eggs. I use about an egg per pound, a cup of um, Italian breadcrumbs per pound So for a binder.
2: When I cook it, I will
1: put it in an aluminum pan, and I'll put another pan underneath it, and I'll poke some holes so that grease doesn't sit there and sit in there. It'll drain out some. And then I'll put it on a riser after it starts to set a little bit uh-huh. so that it'll get the smoke around the whole thing.
0: Okay, I like that. I like then, that.
1: Then for like the last 10 minutes, I'll put, if I want to put some sauce okay. on it, any kind of barbecue sauce, or my life. My wife likes ketchup on it. But I'll put that on the top just to set that like I would any sauce on a you know piece
0: of meat. All right, David, we'll, we'll go to David's first, and we'll go to Perry's. Uh, David says his favorite meatloaf is fresh tomatoes, onions. He goes, I like bell peppers, so cut them up. Small clove of garlic, grill them off first. Chop them up, place them in your normal meatloaf. This is a great way to get the grill flavor for those who don't have a smoker. Uh, that makes that makes good sense right there. David says grill the veggies. Uh, Perry says I also use a loaf pan. He said the top was the best, and the smoke ring I was on top only, of course. Uh, thinking maybe no loaf pan next time to get more smoke ring me a
2: favor around
0: around the uh, around the okay. meatloaf. So and that, that that should that should work, dude. Uh, Perry says no audio, Steve. Um, I guess they can. I guess they can hear us now. I, I apologize for the um, audio on the uh, radio side, everybody. Um, there, but they're working. They're working feverishly to get it fixed. Uh, 267-1023 If you want to give us a call, 423-267-1023. two six seven one zero two three. We're talking a little bit about news and notes here in in the barbecue world, and we're talking. A little bit about meatloaf, you know, Jeff. I got a um, did my uh, my little internet research like everybody else does. The history of meatloaf, the singer or the meat, <laughs> both both are pretty good. Um, let's see, this is uh, I got I got my I, I print on the back the same paper. You are uh, so
1: so into meatloaf for the last I, I, three months. It's unbelievable.
0: I, uh, there are competing histories, including the belief that meatloaf or its closest. Descendant emerged in medieval Europe around the 5th century. The 5th century is where meatloaf started. Uh, The Mediterranean dish of finely diced meat scraps joined with fruits, nuts, and seasonings. From that moment on, meatloaf in its many iterations, this thing's written terribly, and guises was often a sort of culinary scrap heap, uh, you know, fast forward uh, 1500 years, uh, sausage. a refuge for leftovers in the spirit of many casseroles and of shepherd's pie. I've had shepherd's pie. I'm not a fan of that. I love it. Uh, it was a way to stretch protein. It was a, I guess back then though, you know, meat you would run down to Publix and get you some meat
1: in in the old uh, Well, if you watch the history of Heinz, you would understand. You know, that what they had to do what they had to do to meats back then, it
0: was it was yeah. yeah. Um I don't know they're talking about some sort of a an orchestra, I don't know what the heck that is. Uh, Americans embraced it more more fondness and fervor than perhaps anyone else to a point where it's often mentioned alongside hot dogs and hamburgers as one of the country's iconic dishes and essential comfort foods. Bingo, that's what, that is what, um, that is what I'm talking about is the comfort food part of it. That with mashed potatoes and maybe green beans and that is the, the perfect the perfect side items for meatloaf as far as I'm concerned. And you know what I left out of my uh, recipe? You now, we talked about the liquid smoke. Now, I don't use it all the time, but I'm going to start because it did add such good flavor, is what you put on the top of the meatloaf before you put it in the oven or the uh, pellet cooker. You know, a lot of people put ketchup, ketchup, mustard, and brown sugar. Um, I use... <laughs> I use David Bosca's barbecue sauce, the sweet sauce that he sells. You know, I was, you know, for for the when I first started making it, Jeff, the first couple ones I was doing, I was mixing up, I was mixing up the uh, the mustard and the ketchup and the brown sugar in a little bowl, and then I fi- it finally hit me, I'm making barbecue sauce. Put it on top. And I've got a whole refrigerator full of it. Why am I even bothering with this stuff? And,
1: and Perry Perry reminded me, you know, I'm sitting there saying what I do in it, but I also put in. I put in some A1, I put some Worcestershire sauce, I put some hot sauce in when I mix it with the eggs and the breadcrumbs. And I I just totally left that out. You know, I'll put some seasoning in there. I usually put Montreal steak in there. I'll put a little bit of that seasoning. Oh, really? Yeah. And I forgot all about that. But, you know, it's the thing about the beauty of meatloaf is there's so many variations you can have. There's nothing bad about it. You're not going to screw up a meatloaf. I mean, it's hard. It's it's just, you know, whatever you like is going to be good in a meatloaf, Mm -hmm. whether it be mushrooms or like David says, green peppers and onions, it's going to be good.
0: Well, now let's talk about binders. Um, you know, I use the uh, breadcrumbs, like a cup of breadcrumbs, but I have heard rice, mm-hmm. crackers, mm-hmm. Uh, stale bread, or toast, you know, take, taking bread and making toast and using that as your binder.
1: I've, my mom used to do it the old way with what was around the house. If we had leftover bread, she'd leave it out, and that's how she'd make it. And that's how she'd make it. it. If you know, and then just season that, you know, season that bread, and that's you know, when you have five kids in the '60s, early '70s, you know, you ate what you had.
0: Yeah, unless it was stuffed peppers. Well, that's what, and, and, and then, then when
1: you said rice, that made me yeah, think of the stuffed peppers. Uh, my mom used to make them all the time.
0: Salmon, salmon cakes, and stuffed peppers. I did not eat, and when, when our family had that, my uh, my mom put a peanut butter and jelly sandwich in front of me. Thank that goodness. Was, Thank was, goodness.
1: That was liver and onions like, for me.
0: That, that, that would have uh, been, been, that been. I was hightailing it to somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, no kidding. Say, Mom, we got to do better than this. Perry Perry is saying that he uses two pounds of beef, three eggs. Where did it go? There it is. Three eggs. Uh, breadcrumbs. There, there's the breadcrumb thing. Onion, bell pepper, barbecue sauce, garlic with veggies, and hot sauce. Worcestershire pepper, salt, 225. Um, degrees, 150 add glaze and and until it hits 165 glazes barbecue sauce honey uh, ACV Worcestershire hot sauce and mustard he is he is much 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 more um, complex than I am uh Perry wants to know is anybody adding some rubs in the mix I guess you could I do um I never I never thought about adding any rubs but uh I could see uh, butcher barbecue grilling addiction. Absolutely. Um, I could see Malcolm Reed's all-purpose. Anything. I think anything salt, pepper, and garlic. David's would steak. be good. Yeah. Yeah. Steak and brisket rub would be yep. good. Anything. Anything with. Uh, anything with. Uh, anything for beef. Garlic, salt, and, and pepper. Uh, yeah, and, and plus, uh, David's always he has his celery, and the uh, grilling addiction has that. Uh, what makes it so good is got the. Uh, or the uh, steak sauce has got, or the rub's got the uh, lemon zest in it. You which know not i to try really the next one? What's that?
1: I'm going to try drizzling some uh, maple over the top of it. Maple rub? Yep. That would be good. And then do that with David's Sweet Orchard? Mm-hmm. That uh, barbecue sauce?
0: You know, you know, there's a lot of people out there that like to cook fish. I know nothing about it because I don't eat fish.
1: I cook fish. If I would, but my wife doesn't allow it in the house.
0: Really? So she doesn't eat it either. Uh, there was a there was a good uh, video that was on this week. It was on um, Meat Church, the Meat Church channel on YouTube. Matt Pittman, and it caught my eye because people ask me all the time when they come in what works good on fish. And I really, I tell them I don't, I don't know. you know, I show them what what people buy, and because uh, I don't eat it, and I, I really don't have anything what pairs well with it, but. Guess what? He used a pecan rub.
1: Any anything like that? Anything with a citrus note to it mm-hmm. is going to work. Um, when I do fish, I, I typically I will use fresh juices. I'll use lime or lemon. Um, I I, use, I love a smoked salmon. Uh, when I lived where I previously lived, I would go fishing on Lake Michigan and get some uh, trout and coho salmon mm-hmm. and smoke them. If you like smoked food, I know you don't like fish, but you should try it.
0: No, I don't. I've tried it. I don't like it. I just don't like it. David said the steak and brisket is what he was going to say also as far as the meatloaf. Yeah. Hey, let's take our last break. You're listening to the Al's Nest Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio and on the Owl's Nest Barbecue Facebook page. A lot of great questions, a lot of great comments on the Facebook side. We appreciate everybody that's tried to call in. When you want plenty of flavor on your barbecue, you want Uncle Steve's Shake Rubs, plenty of flavors to choose from that are time-tested by the greatest Backyard barbecuers just like you. Get your Uncle Steve's rubs at the Alzen's Barbecue Supply in Oldwall. We'll be right back with the Alzen's Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3. Stay with us.
1: I, I just put it on the uh, chat but um, my favorite with that case was I like to do a I like to saute some chorizo and then you know pad that off because it can tend to be a little bit greasy and you know just dry it off a little bit and then I put that in my case and I'd love that so if you're a fan of chorizo give that a shot in there
0: I've had a tree I'm not a real fan of that
1: I am if it's used to the right amount mm-hmm. if you use too much it's overbearing yeah. Um, there's nothing. There's a di- there's a dish called migas. It's a Mexican dish with which is basically eggs with pico de gallo, a little chorizo in there, and they mix the tortillas in there.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's one of my favorite Mexican breakfasts. And um, so that's I'm a fan of ch- uh, chorizo, and then in the queso that's why I love it too. I, I, I like chorizo in, in moderation. If you put too much in a dish, it's it's overbearing. But if you just speckle it in there, it's it's it adds a, an extra an extra layer of flavors.
0: Appreciate everybody watching here on Facebook today. I've had a big crowd on Facebook. We appreciate that very, very much. Why don't you guys start calling in during the week, I know the phones are a little messed up this week, but next week we like this. I, I like this open forum. I mean, I like having guests on too, but I like I like having the open open conversation with us.
1: Well, a lot of a lot of the people that are uh, chiming in on the chat and they're local folks, mm-hmm. and the, the you know the the show is geared towards that for the most part. It's knowledge for folks, but you here locally in Chattanooga, we'd
0: yeah, like to absolutely, know. absolutely. Everybody, Facebook, Aaron. This is Aaron's last last show not it, Aaron.
2: Yep.
1: yep We're in changed. trouble. We're in We're trouble. In trouble.
0: <laughs> if we get on next Friday night, it's going to be amazing.
1: <laughs> Between me and Steve, we might be about half of Aaron's <laughs> knowledge as well, far yeah. as computers.
0: Aaron is a computer whiz bang. He hacked into the uh, hacked into my bank account. Got rid of my mortgage for me this week. That's great. <laughs>
1: hmm. David saying if you're wanting a great surprise, bite in meatloaf is make small chunks of Polish sausage and mix it in the meat before cooking. He likes the small bits throughout the dish.
0: So add a little Polish sausage. Anybody out there put pork um, uh, ground up pork? I've I've seen that mixed with uh, mixed with it. A lot of folks do. Yeah. I'm going to try that one day. Yeah, I think that would be good.
1: Well, when I make my meatballs, I put pork in there, or veal. I'll either put veal or pork in it with the uh, ground beef mm-hmm. when I make meatballs.
0: All right, we're back. The Owls Barbecue Show live here on Talk Radio 102.3. we just got a few minutes left. Um, September 11th. Down in Trenton, Georgia, it's uh, Smoking on the Square. There's going to be a barbecue contest there, September the 11th. Um, everybody make plans to come down. It's going to be like a little festival. There'll be things to eat, and you can observe people cooking barbecue. It's going to be just a fun time down in Trenton, Georgia. And then fast forward seven days to, let um, see, what would that be? It would be the 18th of September. Gotcha, Joe. Thank you. Uh, September 18th at... Um, uh, down in Chickamauga on the front lawn of the Gordon Lee Mansion is the, my favorite contest in the whole world, the, the blue and gray. And um, we will, Alice Nest Barbecue will be there also uh, cooking in, in that contest as well. And There will be a lot of uh, things to buy and sell down there. So mark your calendars for September. Busy, busy, busy time coming up. Uh, September and October in the barbecue world are uh, great times um october i want to say the 16th is the big green egg festival that ace hardware puts on over in the commons area uh, over there in College Dale, and that's going to be again this year after being canceled last year now we've we have participated in that i'm not an egghead but i can cook on one and uh, that is a tremendous um tremendous little event and our girl from um noonan georgia um Help me out here Jeff. Tina Cannon. Tina Cannon will be the special guest of honor there and uh, she is the winner of the Netflix American uh, barbecue challenge or cup or whatever they call it. She's she's oh she's, she's tough. She's won a lot of stuff. She's tough as nails. A
1: Woman can flat out cook.
0: The girl with pearls, you you've seen her. The girl with pearls. She can flat out cook. Yeah, she can she can cook and she can beat anybody. She she's done it. She too. don't get much, beat much uh, at all. Hey, we got to go. We got to go. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Don't forget, on the uh, 28th of this month, we've got the introduction to Competition Barbecue School at the Owlsness Barbecue Supply. We've got room for eight more people. We'd love to see you there. Cost costs us $40. Go to my Facebook page and check it out, and you can get all of the details there. Until next Friday night on Facebook and on Talk Radio 102.3, 102.3. Good night, everyone, and good luck.